Mauritius, the martyr pen, plucked by the tyrant's ruthless hand, upon the threshold of the morn, like rosebuds by a tempest torn. First victims for the incarnate Lord, a tender cloud to heal the sword. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, imploring him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies. 
that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God on high, and on earth His good will toward men. We praise you, we bless you, we worship you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. O Lord God, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Who takes away the sin of the world, receive our prayer. Who sits at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy. For you only are holy, you only are the Lord. You only, O Christ, with the Holy Spirit, are most high. In the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. O God, whose praise the martyred infants confessed, not by speaking, but by dying, Destroy in us all wickedness, that our life may proclaim the faith in word and deed, through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth ever one God, world without end.
The Old Testament reading for the Holy Innocents is from the 31st chapter of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children, because they are no more. Thus says the Lord, Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, and they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. This is the word of the Lord. The epistles from the 14th chapter of Revelation. Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the voice of many waters, and the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders, and No one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These were redeemed from among men, being firstfruits to God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no deceit, for they are without fault before the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord, praise, O ye servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord, hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, 
lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The hymn is hymn 58. Lord, 
chapter 2, verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. When Dr. Luther was preaching about St. John and telling his hearers to remain in their vocations and devote themselves to their God-giving calling, Luther said, I quote, I would even take it as a definite sign that you are in a truly God-pleasing estate if you feel boredom and disgust in it. God is surely present there, and lets the wicked foe attack and test whether you are fickle or steadfast, and gives your faith cause to battle and be strengthened. End quote. The basis for this kind of remark, which can be stated of other things as well, is that we have a sinful nature, and thus our default setting is always against the will of God. The Christian, however, has a new man living within him, and along with justification through faith in Christ, we are given new desires, and thus the Christian has a fight going on within himself. Just as St. Paul speaks of it in Romans chapter 7. So Dr. Luther rightly observed that for the Christian, there may be times in which They rejoice in doing what is right and good. Nevertheless, there are also many times in which the Christian, according to his sinful nature, does not desire to do the will of God. St. Paul says, If I find then a law that that evil is present with me, the, the one who wills to do good, that's what's inside. Evil will and good will. When doing the good is pleasant, well, it's not such a difficult thing at all. 
However, when our sinful nature fights us, it is most difficult to do that which is right because it is unpleasant to us. And God is testing us by allowing this attack. If you only do good when it is pleasant to you, then you are not serving God but yourself. If, however, you bear up under the attack and reign remain steadfast in doing God's will, even though you may be disgusted with God's will, well, then you have defeated the attack and your faith is strengthened. Thus, I say, it is a sign of a true Christian when you do what is right according to God's will, when you do not want to do, when you actually want to do what's wrong or selfish. Today, in the text from St. Matthew, chapter 2, 13 to 18, it describes Herod's massacre of the holy innocents, the little boys in Bethlehem. Now, I'm not a big movie watcher, but I like a good movie. Yeah, one that has a good story, one that presents a, a message. The characters, yeah, in fact, they can teach a message, whether they uh, by a positive example or by a negative, and if it happens to be a tragedy of sorts, you know, as long as the uh, uh, intent is, uh, the movie is not, you know, super offensive. I, I can appreciate uh, even that. Today's account from St. Matthew, it has a story. There are real characters, both good and bad. There is suspense. There is an escape scene. And finally, Jesus and the Holy Family escape the clutches of Herod's evil path. However, I don't like this story. If it were a movie, I would give it a bad review. It all comes down to this. It comes down to the death of the innocent baby boys in Bethlehem and the crying mothers who won't be consoled, as Jeremiah says. I just can't stomach it. What appears to be collateral damage. It's not that it's unrealistic for a crazed tyrant to do this. It's just too realistic. There are many very tragic things in life that I just can't reconcile in my gut. I can work through the intellectual side of it for sure. I can come to a right explanation but my inner emotions just never can deal with injustice. I don't particularly like injustice because it's never accounted for. These are the children who do not come back. And those mothers, well, they'll be scarred for life. There are times I just don't like reality. I prefer an unreal movie which at the end, well, everything works out. Now, in keeping with Luther's dictum, you need to be careful when you react quite strongly to something. Or maybe you've heard me say, if there's a person who really upsets you, it's probably because they are most like you. And if there's a part of you which, well, doesn't like something, seeing it in someone else makes it a rather easy target for you to attack and then you can go free. So I understand that Jesus Christ was true God and true man. 
I understand he became like us in every way, with the one exception of sin. Thus Jesus did not act like Superman, using divine powers in order to escape danger or prevent a catastrophe. Instead, he humbles himself and lives like we do. Rather than a divine drone striking against Herod, our triune God makes use of his usual array of angels and everyday means in order to protect Jesus. We know that God sends his holy angels to be with us and that the evil foe may have no power over us. He sends angels as well to protect nations and congregations. Jesus' rescue from certain death How did it happen? Well, it involved the adopted father who obeyed the command of God. Joseph got his family out of of Israel during the night. They needed to make an arduous journey. They needed to live in a foreign country. Joseph probably picked up odd carpenter jobs when the money from the Magi gifts ran out. It's, it's just normal stuff of fathers providing and protecting their children and spouses. It's all the very things which God continues to do today for believers when persecution arises. So why does it bother me? It is death, loneliness, the pain of separation and death. I understand, yes, that the children were given the gift of heaven and that the best gift is eternal life for these little circumcised boys. I understand, as King David said, that after the death of his son, but he is now dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not come back to me. But the point remains that I don't like the last enemy death. My solution is twofold. Jesus said to Peter, the one who lives by the sword will die by the sword. First of all, I am comforted when it says, then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, Herod sought to deceive the wise men. But what do I find? He himself was deceived. That is, his own deception defeats Herod. The deceiver was deceived by the wise men, and Jesus, God's son, escapes. Yeah, that actually comforts me. In fact, concerning the bigger picture, we're told that Satan is a murderer. And Satan, we saw, works through the chief priests and the religious leaders to have Jesus crucified. But the Son of God in human flesh had done nothing wrong, and thus the action was simply to murder Jesus under the guise of blasphemy. But what do we see? Satan is defeated by the death of Jesus on the cross. Through his work on our behalf, Jesus crushes the head of that ancient serpent. The murderer is murdered. His power has been broken And we are set free. And thus, death dies. Yes, we have been united with Jesus in his death and we are not alone. We are never alone. We are united with Christ in our baptism and we shall not die but live. 
and the sting of death has been taken away. And now we find that death actually brings eternal life. So this story actually forces me to let go of the natural life of this world. The natural life in this world is a gift of God, and it is to be used for as long as God grants it. However, if we cling to it, always and apart from God's use, we have made our natural life here into an idol. Should the Lord take away our temporal life in order to give us eternal life, it would be rank unbelief to reject his will. This story forces me to reconcile the relative worth of natural life as it compares to the greatest gift of eternal life, secured and earned by the Son of God. And so similarly, we must approach every other related benefit which comes from natural life. So Jesus says things like this, He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who loves his life for my sake will find it. Should the Lord take away any other benefit, any other benefit of temporal life, spouse, health, goods, etc., it would be rank unbelief to reject his will. Second, I should submit my will below God's will. There are many things I don't understand. I can't see that God is testing me to see whether I'm going to be fickle or steadfast in his word. I know he's providing for me and I know he's strengthening me in faith to do battle, but I can't always tell what desires are going on within me, whether they are right or whether they're not or they don't agree with his revealed will. I continue to look death right in the face and I need to cling to God who has provided a solution in his son, Jesus Christ. And he's providing me with eternal life, life with him. So, in the midst of things that I cannot understand, I ask that he would continue to use his word and persecution to drive out of me my disgust. I pray that he would kill off all of my unbelief, that I might glorify him with my death, just as the holy innocents did in Bethlehem. And finally, I will give thanks. Thanks be to God for his loving kindness. These holy innocents, well, they shall not return to us, but we shall go to them. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. The Offertory, page 
Thou great and glorious Redeemer, who art wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Lamb of God, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, God of God, Light of Light, very God of very God, King of kings and Lord of lords, Emmanuel, God with us. For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord, thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, are most high in the glory of God the Father. But chiefly at this time we adore thee for leaving the glory which thou hadst with the Father before the world began. We know thy grace, O Lord Jesus Christ, that though thou wast rich, yet for our sakes thou didst become poor, that we through thy poverty might be made rich. We beseech thee, by the mystery of thy holy incarnation and nativity, good Lord, deliver us. Thou who didst come, that we might have life, and was called Jesus, that thou mightest save thy people from their sins, be gracious unto us. And save us, and grant that we, being born again and made the children of God by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, follow the steps of thy most holy life, ever remembering that thou gavest thyself for us, to redeem us from all iniquity, and to purify unto thyself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Let the glad tidings which we commemorate this day be known to all people. May the root which hath sprung out of Jesse send forth branches on the right hand and on the left. And at thy first coming thou didst send thy messengers to announce thine advent and did prepare thy way before thee. We beseech thee to grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, lift up your hearts, with Let us give thanks to the Lord. Our God, it is good and right so to do. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. 
Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have given us a new revelation of your glory. That seeing you in the person of your Son, we may be drawn to the love of those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of Sabbath, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, On the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, He took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. 
This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who according to the will of the Father and by the cooperation of the Holy Spirit has by your death given life to the world, deliver me by this your most holy body and blood from all my iniquities and from every evil, and make me ever to cling to your commandments, and let me never to be separated from you, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. I will receive the bread of heaven and call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I'm not worthy you should come under my roof, but only speak the word of my soul shall be healed. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for me, preserved my body and soul into life everlasting. Amen. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The blood of our Lord Jesus, which was shed for me, preserved my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. Come. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for the forgiveness of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and drink the true blood of Christ shed for you. Take and drink. This is the true blood 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. you can sing the psalm that's provided on the back of the bulletin. Take indeed, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for all of your sins. Take indeed, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, unto life everlasting. See part in peace.
your servant. According to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.